Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. For me, technology takes like what is really essentially kind of a boring thing, accountancy, and kind of elevates it into something that's much more dynamic, much more live. Traveling New Zealand, featuring and celebrating amazing women in tech all across the North Island and South Island, I came across James with Werewolf, and man, was he helpful in connecting me to the women in tech community in order to enable me to empower these incredible women to move forward. So just passionate about women in tech. My name is James Burns. I'm Chief Marketing Officer at Werewolf, the app for venture tourism operators. I've had the pleasure of working for a lot of really smart women, and uh, both in tech and outside of tech. And it's just generally been my experience over the last 20 years that there's not nearly enough women's voices in leadership roles in in tech companies. And so I just think it's important that we have that sort of voice. Uh, Myself, I have two young daughters who today are four and six. And I want to make sure that when they get to an age where they're ready to start their first company, that they have all the opportunity and support that they need. Werewolf makes it easy for adventure tourism operators, everything from skydiving companies and bungee operators to jet boating and rafting companies to go paperless, to handle the guests from arrival all the way through departure, um, check them in through a really beautiful custom-branded iPad app, ask them a lot of key questions, take that data, build a customer marketing database. Werewolf was recognized by Deloitte in their Fast 50 Awards for this year as the rising star one to watch. And as we move to the United States, it's really important that we continue to capitalize on the kind of growth that we've experienced over the last three years. And we're doubling, tripling size of company annually. Queenstown is the adventure capital of the world. We have 150 plus adventure tourism operators just within a 10 minute drive of where we're sitting right now. Any activity you can think of you'd want to do, you can do. Bungee jumping was invented here. Jet boating was invented here. I mean, there's so much that happens here. There's so much innovation around the adventure topic that we're really primed well to leverage that. And that's no better place for us to be based. Be sure to explore more about Werewolf at GetWerewolf.com. That's G-E-T-W-H-E-R-E-W-O-L-F.com. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. We are in Wellington on the North Island in New Zealand, and it is so exciting to be celebrating these dynamic women in tech all over the North and South Island. It's been such a pleasure. And today I have Sue. Hi, Sue. Hey, it's great to be with you. And we've been trying to connect for a while. Right. Yeah, it's been quite a mission. We've been going backwards and forwards. So it's fantastic. We've connected. Yeah. today. And it started where did it start in Napier, right? Yes. Yeah, so I live in uh, the Hawke's Bay and, and close to Napier and, and you've been everywhere and I've been <laughs> trying to catch up with you. So here we've managed to connect in Wellington. Today. I know it's my first few hours in Wellington. It's an incredible city and I'm so glad this was able to happen. So let's jump into it. Go ahead and tell everybody who you are and a little bit about what you do. OK, so I'm the uh, CEO of a, a, a basically a new tech company called uh, Beanie. And what we've done with Beanie is we've uh, built a whole bunch of software, which basically kind of extracts data from the minds of small business owners. Nice. And um, and then we connect all that kind of soft data with a lot of hard data from financial software. And then we can kind of stream that into the minds of our chartered accountants who then create a great tax position for our clients. But the technology piece is really around yeah, kind of the clever stuff in the middle. And 
what inspired Beanie to be created? How long has it existed? Uh, for four years. Four years. Yeah. So congratulations. It's kind of, I know. So it's kind of a baby. Kind of. We, we kind of describe it as an adolescent now, right? Uh, rather than a kind of a true startup. But what inspired me? I am a chartered accountant, and I guess I was I was working in a practice that was kind of like a sad old traditional accountant right. with lots of paper yeah. and filing rooms and people everywhere. And I just thought, oh my god, we've got to use technology better to, yeah. to do this piece. So yeah, that's what we did. Have you always been in love with technology? I've always been in love with what technology can bring to people. I think yeah. I'm not, I, you know, I sometimes feel I'm a little bit of an accidental woman in tech yeah. because I'm not, I'm not a coder. I'm yeah. not a developer, yeah. but I love what technology can do yeah. to connect the dots, if you like. Yeah. And so I've just connected the dots in the area that I know. I think it's a really, I'm really glad you brought that up because a lot of people um, say, oh, but I'm not a woman in tech, even though they work for a Snapchat or, or you yeah. know, one of these huge tech companies. And I, for I firmly believe, I mean, I'm not a coder. I do know how to build a website, but I'm not a programmer. And I firmly believe if you're involved in the tech world, helping move a tech company forward, whether you're the accountant or you're the engineer or you're the CEO, you're in tech. Absolutely. You have to know tech to move it forward a tech company forward. You have to kind of, I think you have to have a vision of what might be possible. It's kind yeah. of where I started. And then you just have to have the the kind of the basic understanding of what tech can do. So yeah. I've worked incredibly closely with John Curtis, who's our CTO, who I think you know, Esprit. And um, he came out of Weta Digital, spent years there doing coding actually for the movies. So he brings a real kind of soft human touch to it. Yeah. But uh, I tell him what I want and he tells me what's possible and we just take it from there. It, it's and, and what have you learned in how to effectively communicate to a person in tech, your CTO, when you're not the primary tech person? How, how did you learn how to communicate to a tech person? Yeah, I'm not sure I'm the best person to answer this because I have a particular relationship with a particular uh, developer, but I guess I don't interfere with the his process. Yeah. I tell him what I want. Yeah. And I'm really, really clear about what I want as my end product. And yeah. then we've always worked very collaboratively. So we literally sat in a small office together for six months and we thrashed it out together. That's awesome. Which was actually a really, really cool experience. Lots of loud music, quite a lot of wine yeah. and yeah, kind of getting to the end product. It's funny. I've had CTO co-founders, all of yeah. them. And the one thing that I learned from them is just because we can build a feature doesn't mean we should. And so there's just these different ways that a, a developer looks at the world. And it's, I'm sure, just as exciting for you as it's been for me to learn about the various ways, the options that we have to build things. Um, where did you start? Like, um, how did the how did the concept of Beanie start? And then when did you connect with your co-founder or, or he's not your co-founder? He's yeah, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. When did you guys connect? How did you start to move the company forward? Uh, I actually knew him from ages ago. So when we were kind of young and foolish and then, uh, then he went off to London, did a whole bunch of other interesting things. I did the same. I started a lot of businesses in between time and then we reconnected uh, kind of socially. Yeah. And he was looking for a project and I had this kind of burning ambition to start something yeah. new and, and use technology. So it was like a really kind of jammy, lucky intersection of idea and, pe and people, I guess. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, when was... When did you first fall in love or become passionate about tech? I think, um, oh, I got a little shiver then because I was thinking about it. I think it's when you start to realize the possibility. 
So for me, technology takes like what is really essentially kind of a boring thing, accountancy, and kind of elevates it into something that's right. much more dynamic, much more live. So, you know, you put information in and you can get information out super fast yeah. and you can move data around really, really easily. So, you know, instead of a piece of paper going yeah. from, uh, you know, the client's hand to the receptionist to the yeah. accountant, that is just becomes very seamless and, and, and swift. And I love it. When were you first exposed to the tech world? Uh, Truly uh, four years ago, five years ago, when you count the development time. So you didn't have technology in your house growing up. You There wasn't a computer. Like the moment started when you started your company. That's oh, no. pretty okay. epic. No, no, no. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess we all use technology, don't we? It depends yeah. on how you define technology. But I guess we started to use computers well, like whenever. And I just started at the same time. But like that awareness, like mm-hmm. this is a world I want yeah. to be intimately involved in my life. Yeah. Was that at the start of your company? That was. That's amazing. That truly was. That's so cool. Yeah, because it Wait, opened a are door. are you saying four years ago? Five five, five. five, five, if you count development time. That is really cool. Was that scary? <laughs> was it daunting? No, no, not at all. It's like a door opens, doesn't it? A door opens and, and, and I guess because I'm a numeric person, I've always yeah. thought of the world in numeric yeah. and kind of, um, yeah, numeric and kind of conceptual terms. Right, so right. It, it wasn't hard because technology to me is just an, it's just another numeric world. So yes. it wasn't a world that I intimately knew, but it was one I immediately felt quite comfortable in. That's, that makes sense. That's really exciting. I, I just, okay, <laughs> here's why. Because I, I, so many people, like someone like me, I, my dad got me into yeah. video games and everything. You like grow up with it or something. It's not a part of your world in general. Like, I mean, you have a computer and this and that, but it's not intimately. And then you're like, you know, I'm really fascinated by this industry. And I think this industry can move the industry that I'm in forward massively. And I want to be a part of that movement. Correct. So F it. I'm jumping in. I'm going to make this happen. Yeah. I think that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's been, it's been, you know, um, if you can't see me, but I'm 54. I have gray hair. I'm not, I'm not. Um, somebody who would perhaps necessarily look like a woman in tech, yeah. but I love it. And it opens doors that you just, you can't imagine when you start what you're going to find. Now, did you ever um, feel that you had to overcome um, ageism or anything like Absolutely. that? Yeah. And, yeah, what, and it, like, give it, us some it, insights. How do we deal with that? <laughs> well, you know, I guess I've always been a woman in business and then kind of a male dominated area. Yeah. So for me, um, I kind of got used to overcoming gender yeah. kind of, or just at least used to living with it and moving yeah, yeah. through it without worrying. And I just kind of just get through that. And now I'm into the whole kind of ages thing. And yeah. really it's the same thing again, a little bit that, yeah. um, yeah, it's not, it's not a, I don't look like a startup. I don't look like a woman in tech. Yeah. So it's just a little uh, disconcerting for people, I think. Totally. I mean, I was completely disappointed when I didn't see a hoodie. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I actually think you look gorgeous. And I love your ring. It's Thank incredible. You. But yeah, um, I think the way we envision the world of tech is mm. what a 20 year old white guy that wears a hoodie. Yeah. I mean, essentially Mark Zuckerberg. That's, yeah. the, that's the symbol of technology. Absolutely. Um, um, I, I find it so inspiring. I just, I, I, it is, I think it's really challenging to jump into one world into another world, no matter what age you're in. Mm. It's just so much more to learn and, and to adapt to. And I, what's one challenge that you successfully overcome and what did you learn from it? Um, God, these are excellent questions. What's a challenge that I've overcome? I guess it's just understanding, understanding what's possible 
if that makes sense. Yeah. And and I don't know if there was a moment when I realised that, but um, there was a series of re- revelations. Yeah. You know? And I, w- I would spend the first six months, particularly when I was working with John, going, oh, my God, we can do that. Like, and oh, my God, we can do that. And so it was yeah. like these, these kind of continued series of doors kept, kept open. Right. And I guess, you know, what I learned is you just actually don't be too constrained around right. your imagination. Like whatever I can imagine, I believe John can code. Yeah. So the minute you actually take that kind of foot off the brake, then that was what I learned. Don't think too small. Don't imagine too small. Tell me, tell me your insights on trust. How do you approach trust? I mean, you're working intimately with someone, anybody who has a business partner or even a team. Yeah. We have to trust them. Yeah. And that's scary. Yeah. What are, what are your suggestions to us? And well, I'm I'm probably an idiot. Um, <laughs> I just my default position is trust. So I just trusted John could do it. I just trust that my COO's got it. I trust my lead accountant is doing a great job. Um, and then I guess you just follow up that trust maybe with some kind of good processes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not disappointed. And honestly, I think most people are trustworthy. Can you give us, I think that's awesome. I think it's very New Zealand too. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you give us some suggestions on, oh, go ahead. Well, I, I guess what I would say is let's say for the sake of argument, you develop the best piece of tech on the planet yeah. and your business partner runs off with it. Yeah. Um, I, I, and because I'm experienced, not necessarily in tech, but certainly in business, yeah. my view would always be um, if you've developed something new, um, run as fast as you can with that idea yeah. to get to market to build it as fast as you can, to have the best brand and actually protect yourself through uh, high growth, best brand, you know, those things. So it's not that I'm a complete idiot, but I just believe get your market out, your idea into tech, into the market, test the producers out of it and run like hell. By the way, I don't think you're an idiot. I like I I go on trust too. I I hire and I've been challenged on this. I hire on integrity. Mm-hmm. When I feel someone has integrity, I put integrity first and skill second. Yeah. And I've been challenged on that. I don't know, but I like knowing that I'm working with people who have integrity. Me too. I guess we all do. I I mean, I think I was kind of lucky at the beginning as well because there's a sort of a tight team of senior kind of people in yeah. Beanie, and you know. Just got lucky that we've got a really, really tight team of of people of integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know we have to wrap up soon. Where is Beanie today and where would you like to see it go? Uh, So Beanie at the moment has around just under 3,000 customers in New Zealand, clients in New Zealand, and we'd love them all dearly. And we'd like to, uh, in two, three years time, have, you know, um, we'd like to have 3% of the New Zealand market. I love it. What's one thing we can do as a community to help it? you accelerate your success? Um, buy a beanie. <laughs> Easy peasy. Where do we go? Uh, beanie.com. Can you spell it for us? B-E-A-N-Y.com. And when you say buy a beanie, yeah. what does that mean? So so let's imagine that you are an IT. It's con- not a beanie baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're an IT contractor in New Zealand and there are obviously thousands and thousands of IT contractors. You know, check us out as, as being your accountant. We can reduce your tax. We love you to death. We'll look after you and you'll get a great service. So. I love it. And what, Sue, is your favorite tech tool? It could be anything. It could be a site. It could be an app. It could be a web, anything. Uh, favorite tech tool. Um, we use Slack. 
Yeah, that counts. Yeah, uh, and not not very exciting, not very original, but um, you know, it's because we are, we all work remotely. We're all over New Zealand. And we're all accountants, and you know, we might be sad and lonely, but we have Slack, <laughs> so we help online. We post, uh, you know, stupid stuff, and we talk and we chat, and it's just a way to kind of keep connected. So I like it. And your favorite book, either personal or professional, or both. Uh, oh my lord, I've got no idea. I'm just—I don't know what my favorite book is, but I'm just reading a really, really interesting book at the moment called um, "How Women Decide" by Teresa Huston. Ooh. I think uh, nice. she's an American researcher about how women decide—you know, how women lead differently from men, how we take risks differently from men. I want to read this, and and it's—it's it's, part of it is like, oh my god, yes, like yes and yes, and yeah. part of it is also, oh, it's a bit depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Because we, you can see how women are disadvantaged yeah. very much in, in the kind of in the way that traditionally we've done business. So for me, part of being nothing to do with tech is around reconfiguring how we do business. Totally. So I employ a lot of highly qualified women and we we work in a different way. I think it's fair to say. There's this movie that just came out and I'm spacing on the name. Sophia Amoroso is a part of it and it's a comedian. I saw it before I left. Yeah. I wish so much. Well, you guys will include it in the show notes because I can't think of the no- name right now, but it's how women think. Yeah. And it's done in a very quirky but like uh, actionable way. And I really enjoyed watching this film. Uh, I, I, sorry, everybody. Check the show notes. The film will be there. How can people connect with you? Are you on social or email or? Uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, email sue at beanie.com. Um, we've got a Facebook page, um, Beanie. So please like it. Um, we're, we're on, I think, all the social media platforms. But if you want to connect with me, just email sue at beanie.com. I will reply. And can you spell that for us real quick? Uh, so sue, uh, S-U-E at beanie.com, B-E-A-N-Y.com. Perfect. Sue, thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. It's been awesome. Thank you. Definitely. If you want to collaborate and connect with more extraordinary women in tech all around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. It takes you straight to the Facebook group, womenintechvip.com. And you can say hello on all the social, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook at Women in Tech Show. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. My name is Spree Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.